Happy Monday, friends. Today's episode brings Anne Miller, and she shares her journey as a D1 softball player at the University of Minnesota and all the training that she had done and really worked hard for up until the point where she had to leave the game behind. She shares how she overcame all of that mentally and also physically through the injuries that she has sustained and surgeries. Listen, enjoy, and have a great day. Hi. Hello. (laughs) You get on okay? Yeah, I was just making sure my headphones were working properly. They yeah. are. Good. How are you? I'm good. It's been so long since I've seen you guys. Since I, I think the last time I saw you was on my birthday. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Anyways, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited. I'm excited. For the listeners out there, share a little bit more about, just because I am fascinated by how you did softball for the U and then um, with all the surgeries and stuff, like obviously that had changed your trajectory of things. So kind of share a little bit more about you and um, your background. Yeah, so I'm Anne. I grew up in Minnesota for all my life. I grew up in Bloomington. Well, whatever. My parents moved around a little bit when I was a baby, but I wasn't really there for that. Um. So yeah, I grew up playing softball. I started because I'm the oldest sister. I have three younger siblings. And for the most part, besides me and my second youngest sister, all of our birthdays, like throughout the year, go by age. So, like, I, oh, except for me and my sister, I'm the oldest, the second oldest. She's in February, but I'm in March. So that's the weird one. And the next oldest is June. Then it's October, which is the youngest. And then my dad, who's like, a couple months older than my mom like it all goes in that order so when I was younger like that's how I was like I'm the oldest my birthday comes first and it took me a long time and I was just the oldest sister wanted it to be about me yeah so there was a like open gym at like Jefferson I think and it was like a softball clinic Mm -hmm. on my sister's birthday and my parents like oh yeah you're going to this like you're you can't be here for your sister's birthday you're gonna ruin everything (laughs) (laughs) And I like loved it. I had the best time. I think the girls, I don't remember who they were. I was so young, but Mm -hmm. they were like super interactive. And I think, I don't know, I, I just loved it. So I started doing that. I was really small. I was like scared of the ball. I did really good. And it was like the machine pitch, I think, from what I remember, But then like my first year of like 10 U, I was so bad. Like (laughs) I would like strike out every time I was scared of the ball. And my coach was just like, just stand as close as you can to the plate and hope you get hit. (laughs) I was just like, okay, (laughs) all right. Which I feel like would, as a child would terrify me more. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I think I was like still kind of scared but like it also triggered by like uh my little stubborn persistent self like at such a young age and they're like okay this isn't really working like we're just gonna have you catch like you're just gonna become a catcher and then you can't be afraid of the ball right and the coach's daughter there's like two pitchers that were both a year older than me but they're a lot they're a lot bigger than I was Mm -hmm. I was and they threw the ball hard and it was great and 
as a good catcher, I was, I've always been super like flexible. So when I caught, I was just like, my butt was basically touching the ground. I was just such a little <laughs> yeah. thing. And then, so like the next year came and then I was a lot better. Like I hit the ball. I don't really know what changed. Probably just yeah. girls like aging up too that were just a lot better. But I just started doing really well and I loved it. And I don't know, I was good. I was, I don't know. I I think there's a certain kind of like my first coaches kind of like got me because mm-hmm. I don't know. I've always just been like, what? Why are we doing this? Like, yeah, I don't know, just very vocal and out there and not necessarily afraid to try and figure out what's going on yeah so had your parents um so did either of your parents like play baseball or softball okay my mom played tennis I also kind of grew up playing tennis just because my mom both my parents play tennis and they just love it so all of my me and my siblings kind of got brought up in tennis I was pretty good at that too I like in middle school I played like the I don't know lifetime fitness like USTA league and I was yeah. okay but I didn't really practice very much because softball is my thing yeah I just wasn't sure just because like for parents to kind of choose like you're we're gonna have you try this sport because like for me my parents were like we grew up with um well my mom played softball and then my dad was like all about basketball so like you know, we were focused so much on basketball in our family. Yeah. Um. So that's why I just wasn't sure if, you know, like some parents but like to just gear them towards what they know. It's really funny because my mom grew up playing basketball and she almost played basketball in college and then decided not to. Mm-hmm. And um, growing up, I played soccer one year in kindergarten. I didn't really like it. I only liked being goalie, which is kind of funny because it's catchers kind of similar I didn't really like the running part but growing up she she knew she's like you are too small and too feisty to be doing these contact sports because you would get your ass kicked like yeah like it just you have too much I don't even know I would have gotten in fights like if I would have fouled out every single game if I played a contact I I think it (laughs) made me mad like I don't think it would have worked very well so she always kind of like knew I needed like the separation from right. like everyone. So like maybe that was a little bit in mind. My dad, he didn't play like baseball or anything, but he, he's, I don't know. He just likes sports, I guess. Yeah. Some more than others, but he got really into softball. Like he, I think he likes the like analytical part of it. Like he kind of like would coach me on teams, like just as an assistant growing up okay. about at practices but not really like he was never like the head maybe he was a head coach at one point but usually I don't know it didn't really yeah. feel like the typical like coach's daughter thing because he was not right. that personality he's much yeah. more like timid and not necessarily timid but intuitive and more emotional okay so yeah I guess that was nice but yeah and then I don't know I think when I by the time I turned 12 I was like I don't think I really knew it like I knew I was good and I to yeah. a certain extent but like I think people would come up to my parents and be like you know like she could actually like play like mm-hmm. softball one day and at that point recruiting was still happening super young it's 
they changed oh, really? the rules about that now. Oh, I didn't know that. When when so when I was like going through it, girls were committing at like 12, 13, 14. Like wow. it was insane. It was crazy. Now teams can't co- contact you until your junior year of high school. Okay. I think sophomore junior year and I mean I'm there's ways like people will say like, "Oh, I'm interested yeah. in that person." Then we'll tell that person who so yeah. like whatever but yeah no people were literally committing but and it was crazy because that just seems so young I mean and it was I feel like at that age it's you're still kind of figure out who you are as a person so it's like sometimes like yeah I'm so passionate about the sport but I don't know if I want to do it the rest of my life so it's just that's crazy I didn't know that it was terrible too because girls would commit at this age and then peak and Mm -hmm. not like get better and then teams would be like oh no so for their whole life, they're like, oh, I'm going to this school. Like I have my college figured out. I'm going to have the scholarship, but it really doesn't mean anything until you sign when you're a senior. Right. So yeah. But so those rules changed, but like, I remember my dad and I would like in middle school, we'd go out to coffee and he'd be like, all right, so what do you think about college? And I was very much into like, I want to play division one softball. Like mm-hmm. I did not want to play division two. I did not want to play division three. Just not that that was necessarily right but it was just that was I was like no I cared about winning so much or I hated losing (laughs) so I was like I didn't I didn't want to go somewhere and lose all of these games and I was very fortunate when I was I think 12 or 13 I kind of I played a year of like the Bloomington club team with clutch hitters Mm -hmm. that was interesting um yeah it was good I'm not gonna say more about that because no. I'm just gonna start rambling <laughs> no, no, no you're, you're good you're good uh, but, but, so um, I guess like for I mean <laughs> did you choose D1 just because it's just so much more of a competitive level than like a D2 D3 and that yeah, was kind of what and, you wanted to focus on and that's like what I saw on TV too and like yeah my so I eventually ended up going to like a different club team that like, and we traveled a lot more, which was also super great. Mm-hmm. But like my, one of my coaches that I love dearly is Taylor LeMay. She was an old catcher at Minnesota. Oh, okay. And so like, and I don't know, like there's just so much exposure and like, and like even more so now softball is on TV a lot more than it was, but like it yeah. was still it was still on TV a lot. And so I was watching D1. I like, I remember I went to a camp and had to write a seven year letter when I was like in middle school. And I was like, (laughs) in seven years from now, I'm going to go to the women's college world series. Like Mm -hmm. I was so, I, that's what I wanted to do. That was like, just my thing. I loved it. Um, yeah. And I, I, yeah, there's people around me and then, you know, people were, Taylor actually was like, you know, like you could go to Minnesota. Cause I, we were going on, like, we were playing softball, like around mm-hmm. the country. We we're like going to like New York, New Jersey. And my dad for his work traveled and he definitely made it a point to like get me out there to see different colleges and see different places. Okay. So I could like understand what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really love like the college town vibe. Yeah. Going on campuses. Like I don't know. I was like 15, 16. So, right. But that's at the time I didn't, I didn't like that as much. And I went to all these places and 
but by that time I mean coaches talk and they kind of were like oh so you might go to Minnesota like let us know Mm -hmm. and yeah I ended up being able to go there I did pretty well in high school um travel ball was really the thing that like set us apart or just set my experience apart my team was really good we got to stay together for like three or four years a lot of us went on to play college softball for at least a year Mm -hmm. um but yeah that was really cool we at one point we were like ranked 36 in the country for like yeah our travel ball team we went out to the pgf tournaments in um california we did we did all right um yeah mike mills shout out to Mike Mills because he was my hitting coach and he was kind of like I was like a scrawny 14 year old kid and he was like the coach for like the older team mm-hmm. and he'll, he tells the story to everyone but I like went in there because they were like hitting extra at the end of the practice and I was like oh I want to do what you're doing and he's like no you can't and I was like yeah I can <laughs> I'm doing it yeah he's like whatever like you're gonna suck and I did suck but it was like yeah. this game like you it's just like front toss he throws it in there all right and you have to have a good hit otherwise you go back and you wait your turn till the next Mm -hmm. time but if you keep getting good hits you get to keep going until you hit a bad one or if you you win and then yeah it's the next person's turn again and I was so bad but it didn't matter because I didn't really care I knew I was bad and I wanted to be like these people because I could tell that they were good and that he was the coach that was making them good and I was just so stubborn and I was just like I'm not letting you kick me out like I'm gonna do this (laughs) yeah and I think he was kind of like impressed that I because I didn't give up I didn't give up and I didn't really care that much because I was just like you're better than me and that's fine I think a lot of kids in that situation would like also like whine and be like can I get another and it's like that's not the point of the game I knew that wasn't the point of the game right so where do you feel like you got that kind of fire within you just to keep like to again at that age I feel like it's very hard to decipher ourselves from like what we want what we're really driven towards versus um you know like just again kind of giving up and being like meh whatever like I just feel like it sounds like you had a good balance of knowing like even though you knew you sucked like you just kept going so like where did you get that kind of I guess the drive to be that type of athlete I I think I just my parents are two people that have some genes like or just personality traits that conflict with each other and mm-hmm. then I am the combination of those conflicting personality traits I also just think I like have externally I don't know it's weird I feel like externally I present as like very loud and very like confident but I think more it's like I have a very strong sense of justice and like I will say the things that Mm -hmm. everyone's thinking but no one really wants to say because I'm like I don't know what to do if I don't know like right all like and I'm also very like aware of all like the context and like the subtle clues about like what's going on so yeah I work in HR now. (laughs) I'm nosy. That's understandable. (laughs) Yeah. Like I just, I like want to know. I'm just like, right. Tell me. I don't, I'm no judgment. I just want to know. You are. And I will say you are a very observant person, uh, just from me knowing you. And 
it's funny that you say like when you're when you're you talked about like being like a small girl and it's like you were you're a very petite person and so that's like it petite I mean as in like I didn't I'm tall but I was I was right little <laughs> right and so like I it's funny because like I like totally didn't think I like I didn't realize that you were like this phenomenal softball player that went to a D1 school until we were talking about it, you know? So it's just like, it's so cool that you can, you just didn't give up. You're just like, fuck it. I'm just gonna, this is what I'm passionate about. I'm doing it. (laughs) I think softball is a really cool sport to watch too, because you see like literally every like body size, like represented and you can be so fast and big or you, like yeah. me I was slow and everyone thought I was going to be fast I'm not fast like yeah. it's just like I can hit the ball far even though I was little like right like there's just so many different things that you can be and it doesn't matter it was interesting like growing up coaches always told me you have to get bigger like blah blah blah, blah. and that was yeah. just frustrating because it's like don't you think that like if it was just like doing 10 more push-ups, like I would do 10, like it's right. not just how it works. Like people no, and are built it, different. I think and that's I was a, just built the way I was and it was a yeah. little bit smaller. But I think that's also a great point that you just made that there's all different sizes in softball because I've had friends, you know, like I had a friend that played fast pitch and she's like a petite, like typical petite little Asian. Like, so you just would be like, you have that much power, you know? So it's like, yeah. And then you'd have like some of my girlfriends that played for St. Thomas. It's like, they were more like curvy, but they were like, just built. Like, I mean, they're like yeah. gymnast build, you know? So mm-hmm. it, I think, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that would help give me a sense of um, almost like confidence and empowerment, knowing that you don't have to be this cookie cutter size or cookie cutter shape um, in a yeah. sport that you love. Because like for me what was hard for me was growing up when I did track, like, I feel like everyone was so tiny and I was, don't get me wrong. I was tiny, but like, I was always like built different. Like I was always like curvy. Um, so I, I just feel like there's always these things where it's like, you feel like you have to be this certain type or body type for certain sports like basketball. Yeah. I was like, I'm not tall. So I'm not going to like, I'm not going to continue because I, where am I going to go with that? You know? So I just feel, again, I feel like softball would be a great, and even hockey, I guess, two of my girlfriends that played hockey, they're all different sizes too, but I don't know if that's kind of assuming, but you yeah. can tell me. Yeah. I mean, like, like volleyball, unless you're a libero, even like my girlfriend who played at the U, like she's, she was the shortest one on the team. She was like five ten when mm-hmm. she was a libero. <clears throat> but like volleyball, you still kind of have to be tall. Like don't, right. there's people out there that are undersized and yeah, excelling. But like same with gymnastics, you kind of have to be a certain yeah. shape. But I, I yeah, I think really with softball, it's I don't want to say a bunch of misfits because everyone belongs. But it's right. just cool, like how many different like yeah, it's right. not like a you don't have to look one way. And it's cool too because like even with hitting like it's not that I'm a science person at all but it is it's physics oh yeah like technique you don't it helps to be jacked but you don't have to be but it's also like at what like at what point when you're like you know when you turn and it's like Mm-hmm. make contact with like um because I mean again I am definitely not a d1 player but I played like co-ed softball which was like a lot of fun but it's like 
I didn't realize um, that, you know, there are, so my friends that were on the team with me, they're like, oh yeah, like if you like turn at this certain point and then you like, I'm like, what, can't I just hit the ball? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, isn't, isn't that, they're like, no, no, like there's actually technique. And it's just, um, it's fascinating that, and that's why I think I like certain sports because it's just, there's so many different little things that go into it that you yeah, don't think really about. Cool. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so much fun. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I just loved it. And my team was good that I played with. And I got to meet all these girls from like all across like the metro area and like Mankato, like people that I talk to to this day, like we spent just so many hours. And I think that's, yeah. that was it too. Just like so many hours and it's community. And I think everybody mm -hmm. loves that. Um, I played a lot of third base too. That was really fun when I was doing travel ball. I didn't really get to do that in college, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I went to college and that was like, just going from high school to college, no matter how much you prepare for it is just a shock to your body. Like no <laughs> matter what, Yeah. like in high school, you don't have time to practice four hours a day. Or like, if yeah. you do, you're not also like, it's just it's not the same. <laughs> it's the, well, and, and, and you, the focus on it is so different. I mean, the, you eat, sleep, breathe, dream. Yeah. Softball. And yeah, I think especially with the coach that I had too, it was softball was super important. And it, I mean, obviously it is at the D1 level. I think the balance was probably a little bit off, but we were it was a really good team. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I caught all the time. I had like pains and just injuries. I got some concussion. I got a concussion my freshman year that sucked. Um, you, oh my gosh, did you get hit by the ball or? Yeah, it was on a trip to San Diego. It was like our last game of the series. And my friend was throwing a bullpen during the game just to get like some pitches in. Mm -hmm. And there was kind of two batting cages. And um, there, the team was warming up to play after us. And the one that we had been using, they were like, no, we're hitting here. And I was like, well, that's annoying because the lighting was really bad in the other one. And it's like, if I'm catching, I have to be able to play. Right. And so we're catching, I couldn't really see just the oh, lighting was no. bad and then we kind of like adjusted and my friend she threw so hard she threw really hard and she like threw one into the dirt and I lost it I couldn't see it yeah so I did the worst thing you the thing you shouldn't do is I pulled my head and I stood <gasps> up because I lost it and the ball skipped up and hit me in the back of the jaw I like chipped like one of my back tooth teeth oh um but yeah, I got a concussion. I was like crying hysterically for the rest of the game. And everyone's just like, what the, what is going on with her? Yeah. Like, what, what is she doing? And my coach was like, are you okay? And I was just like, yeah. And then like, I got nauseous and I was like, oh yeah, I'm emotional because oh. I have a concussion. Yeah. And I like went to the trainer and she was like, how are you doing? And I was like, where am I? <laughs> oh no. So that was that really sucked I wasn't I didn't like miss like I, w I didn't play a whole lot my freshman year I think I got two at bats but my okay. team was really good we won the big 10 tournament oh, that's um, cool yeah 
I, my freshman year was my favorite year of college. I mean, COVID obviously kind of took two of those years away. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Cause you guys. Well, and I stopped playing after my sophomore year. Okay. Cause sophomore year is kind of when all the injuries happened and my mental health was not very good. Um, my sophomore year just kind of because of softball and just like different dynamics that were happening I think yeah I think that coaching puts you in a position of enormous power and it's easy to abuse that and whatever I I think like there's also kind of the my mental health started to be bad and I think that really came out physically yeah I I mean I just think that's like the injury started happening when it was getting the worst and I was like I think Mm -hmm. that kind of like "Mm, here's my sign and then knowing what I know now a lot of those injuries probably would have happened regardless just right the way my body ended up being built but but I mean um, there is there's a huge factor with the whole mental health and um you know once it happens it just starts to spiral in a sense and um it's it's hard and especially in at that age uh I just feel like you're still again kind of getting to know who you are and it's it's I mean technically your brain hasn't been fully developed until you're 26 so like the logic behind certain things is off and I'm sure like the balance of school and like a very intense sport was very hard um and I just I, I commend like student athletes because I don't know if I could have, I mean, granted St. Thomas is a D3 school, but well at the time, (laughs) but it's like, I, you know, I just, just, it's, it's fast. Like I commend you guys for being able to do school as well as a sport because it is a grind. I mean, it's a different, it's, a lot of people think like, oh, you know, it's just a sport. Like you don't realize the the amount of shit you guys go through in the back end of everything. So, yeah. oh my God, I can see how that could create that, um, you know, the mental health of regardless. Well, and so it like, we had 20 hours. Yeah. 20 hours was our most, but 20 hours wasn't 20 hours. Right. If you think about all the time that it takes to get ready and it takes a decent amount of time to put your tight socks on and get all geared up and make sure you have absolutely everything. So you're not going to get punished for not having your belt. Cause like, I, I think a softball is a sport. And I think especially like watching, like, did you watch the, um, women's final four with Caitlin Clark and LSU um I actually I did not but I usually do actually watch it but just not this year so I I think it was just interesting the way like everyone did you see like a big reaction to like the taunting or whatever did you see any of that I did I did see part of it um which I thought was so funny that everyone's getting so mad. It's like, if you're going to talk crap, you're expecting people to talk crap back to you. So if well, you want to bring, you get to say you want to bring. But saying. it's the funny thing is, is uh, the other player, I can't remember. What's her name again? The other Angel Reese or Caitlin Clark? Uh, Kate- Caitlin Clark is from Iowa. Angel Reese. Yeah. So Caitlin LSU. Clark even was like, listen like it, it, it's part of the game like yeah so I, that's why I was just like I don't understand why there's such an uh, like 
I mean, I kind of understand there's a sense of a why I understand where the uproar came from, but it's just like, yeah, I, I just feel like if that was a, and I'm going to go into like a little bit of a tangent, but I feel like if that was two male athletes, oh, nobody would give a shit. They would not fucking care. No. Um, so I think that's, that's why I always appreciated women's sports because again, going back to the empowerment part, but also like, it just, it just seems like we have to have this certain type of persona within the societal standards, which is bullshit because. Well, and I think it is bullshit because. It's like, why can't we be expressive and be like, right? I want to fucking get a championship. Like, what do you have? Like, come at me. You know, like if I were to go and play sport and be like, come at me, bro. Someone would be like, what the fuck is her problem? So it's just like, I just don't get like again, this is like the tangent um, and away from the point of like the mental health and stuff like that. But like, uh, I just, I just don't get it. Like, why do we have to have the double standard? <laughs> and and I, I don't get it either, but I think it's so funny because I was like, wa- I like watched it and I watched it with two people who were- I saw the really... replay though. And I was like, that's not even like- No, that... and so I was <laughs> watching it with two people who like weren't ever like serious athletes and they're like oh my god that's so mean I was like you just that's part of it like you don't get it like even just like how we have that like ingrained in ourselves but it's like if you're talking to a woman athlete yeah they're gonna be like there's no there's nothing wrong with that and I played because we're held to such a higher standard right and I I I played basketball and so I kind of understood their trash talking because I get that I mean I get the the competitiveness obviously I've never been at that elite athlete level but I do remember always talking shit to like my competitors and I remember even track like there was this one girl I will never forget her uh she I don't she probably will never listen to this so I can just <laughs> I'll just use her name but I'll just use her first name her name was, was Vanessa she went to Kennedy and she was I mean she was a phenomenal track athlete like she held like state records, broke state records. She was fucking amazing. Yeah. And I remember now that I look back on everything, I remember every time I would somehow get matched up like in the lane right next to her. I'm like, this like, is fucking uh, bullshit. Like yeah. I'm going to get smoked by this competition. Cause like <laughs> I was fast, but I was not that fast. Yeah. So I would always, but to be nice, I would just be like, good luck. And she'd always be like, I don't need luck. And it's like, <laughs> like oh, I know, but you don't have to say that. (laughs) But so I think that's what's funny is because again, it's like, I could have easily been like, well, that was rude, but it's like, I get it. I mean, like you have a right to be cocky because you're Mm -hmm. fucking awesome. And it's like, but at the same time, it's like, again, if like, if a guy were to do it, I just feel like it's so different. And it's so sad that we're still in that, that stage where um, the female athletes aren't, I guess, I don't know, as not like they just, it, they're held it, to those standards. It's, you go to like etiquette classes, it almost feels like. Right. Like, and I think, I don't know how, like I was never on another college softball team, but right. we had to stand a certain way on the field. We had to have a certain posture that we, like, yeah. you couldn't be slouching around. Otherwise we get yelled at and we'd have to do a jump, whatever, workout, push up, yeah. whatever. But, and we had a lot of rules about being like unless if it was 
over 30 or under 30, 32 degrees and under, we had to have hat mittens. If you didn't have hat mittens on, you're getting punished. So in the springtime, yeah. when the sun is hot, but it's 32 degrees and right. you just want to be without a jacket on. Yeah. Cause it's like, especially mittens. Minnesota, you want to enjoy the sun. Like, it, yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah, we, I, I had friends across other teams and especially I think the baseball team, we just were doing the same stuff kind of around each other all the time. Yeah. Sports similar. And we shared the same indoor space, but even their experiences, like we were just, they had so much more freedom. <laughs> it was a little oh, bit. Oh yeah. Less. Well, I mean, like even for like our sports teams, like some sports teams definitely got a lot more um monetary um oh yeah expenses for like you know athletic gear and stuff like that so um and, and again it's just it, it's sad that it's still not there yet um but it's I just think it's like so crazy that like people can get like trash talked about um a sport that a lot of people probably have never played <laughs> like yeah I know it's just like <laughs> so ridiculous it's okay. like why like how is that a, I don't understand like why that's such a big deal like I know. and both it's, especially with both athletes coming out and being like this is like just part of the game like I so yeah. what's Whatever. what's the big deal grow <laughs> yeah. up everyone like get catch up come on people. right yeah like, we've been good for so long women's sports have been fun to watch for so long yeah like, the fact oh. that you're just now paying attention like you don't have to shit talk you can just sit back and enjoy it because it's yeah. cool it's awesome yeah I honestly would say that they I whatever I feel like they work harder I feel like we always have to so I feel like yeah I work mean harder and you can see it when they play I again yeah I like I I've never been at that elite level and I just can't even imagine what it would be like um even in college like I I was like I'm not there's no way I mean reason being I just didn't want to <laughs> I was more focused on social activities <laughs> in college so that's which I probably shouldn't have been but <laughs> but I think it, I mean that's what I think I appreciate about uh the sports in general for anyone it just gives such a, a sense of discipline and it gives that again what you mentioned the community like I think that's why I think that's why I appreciate like the strongman competition so much because it's literally like you can't fucking lie about your weight like I mean there's no way like you either lift it or you don't like you're either yeah. strong enough or you're not so I think that's where in the sense that I kind of like the whole um the the lifting part because it's like my one of my friends was, actually a few of my friends were like you have to lower your standards if you want a guy from the gym because you can't out because I was like I just want a guy that can outlift me and they're like that, that's not gonna happen because you outlift all the guys in the gym I was like at first I was like boy. wait I was like oh yeah actually that's a fair point but yeah no I mean I think that's why I, I just I just love like just team sports in general because there's or some sort of athletic oh my god yeah competition it's just it's something that I I, if I were to have kids, like I just, that's something that I would definitely want them in because again, as you know yourself, it's, there is just such a different connection and relationship building than just being with your like friends outside of sports. Yeah. It's funny because my, like getting kind of back into my timeline, I guess, like my 
mom was telling me about this recently she was saying that like after I came back from like my freshman year of college like there was Mm -hmm. just some things about me that like I don't think I know has changed but it was like I could do things that I didn't want to do I would just do them because Mm -hmm. nobody wants to wake up at 4 30 5 o'clock to lift to get them to do this then do that and like I mean you want to because you want to be good for your game but like when they're waking up at that time like unless you're a crazy happy morning person and that's just your yeah. cup of tea like that's hard it's yeah. hard to do that and then all of the other rules that whatever may or may not matter but that you have to follow them to a T and it's just like okay but she definitely said that like just I don't even think I could describe it well because I didn't witness that change in myself like third person but um, yeah just coming back she's just like I don't know like I we needed things done you do like I don't know I just the ability was it almost to like step up. like I guess like the spark was kind of out like in the sense of like you were just doing it because you had to versus like that passion for the sport wasn't well I mean I was really no I think she meant or like you're just kind of burnt out kind of thing no it was more that just like I just instead of like whining about the things that I didn't want to do I like I know that I have oh, okay. to do this in order to do, do xyz right. things and I just the ability to be like all right I'm gonna do this thing that I don't want to do and do yeah. it not yeah it wasn't in like a bad way like you're different she was just right like, you just got like stronger you had more driven like okay I, like I said, a little bit I more know. routine and disciplined in this in the, that sense yeah yeah I something like that just I don't know just I don't remember what she said exactly but like there definitely was a change and like shaped me in a way that I'm like forever grateful for um my sophomore year kind of started off with like a weird knee injury didn't really Mm -hmm. do anything but I was just kind of noticing like a lot more knee pain like we had a, like a shuttles test. That's like a lot of like start, stop, change of directions. Okay. The, yep. The change of directions and the stopping was really hard on my knees. I kind of like as a kid would complain about my knees, but I was yeah. just like, oh, growing pains. And also you're catching. So of course your knees are going to hurt. Right. And whatever did Tria, they told me to do PT. Nothing ever really did anything. I was kind of knock kneed. Like my knees kind of looked like they were trying to kiss each other all the time. Oh, so okay. Yeah, so they like definitely looked wonky. But anyway, yeah, sophomore year is when we went to the World Series. That was, I mean, kind of a bittersweet experience just because it was the thing that I wrote about in my seven year letter. Like it right. came true. We went yeah. to the World Series. I had an event at Washington. I'm looking back, I'm like really grateful. And it was a cool experience at the time. We were just, I was so burnt out with like we were doing so much and once school's over there's no limit to how much softball you're doing mm-hmm. so we're done with soft or we're done with school beginning of May and um the world series isn't until June so for okay. like a whole month like no school which was great but it you're was still all yeah. softball all the time and yeah. like just my mental health wasn't there my physical health wasn't there I'd torn both my labrums and my hips um in actually before winter break that year 
so that was that due to I can't remember was that due to SAFL or was that due to the other thing that we've so no I I like it was because of softball and it was because of catching or whatever I didn't get injured at softball so that's why it makes me feel like it was just something that was bound to happen I literally like it was like a Saturday, like was hanging out with my teammates, like bent, bent down to sit down. Like, I don't know exactly what did it for my um, right hip. I think I tore my right hip first. Yeah. I like bent down and something felt weird. I was like, huh. Then my friend called me and was like, can we talk? I was like, yeah. So I went up, we were talking and he's telling me the story. And I was like sitting with like both my feet to one side. Yeah. Yep which was very, I sit in the weirdest positions all the time. That was pretty normal for me, but like my hip got stuck and I was like, oh my God, I can't, like, I can't move my hip. Like something hurts. I don't know what's going on. And he had experienced a labrum surgery. He's had a bunch of injuries, but um, so he was like, oh my God, like here. And he like wiggled my leg a little bit to like loosen it up and whatever. And after that, I was like, no, something's wrong and went to the trainer um I don't know if I got an MRI at that point in time I think it was I think we were kind of waiting or maybe I had got one I don't remember at some point found that I was torn and then winter break that year I like went to a church service with my family whatever but um I I was not comfortable sitting down the entire time I just couldn't get comfortable so I was like sitting with my legs crossed anyway um and then I at the end of the church service I stood up my ankle my knee and my hip all popped like at the same time like and I also like my joints crack and pop all the time so right "Hmm, that's not too abnormal but it hurt yeah after that I'm just like walking around and was like nah this doesn't feel the same yeah I texted my trainer. I was like, so I think I just tore my other labrum. Like I wasn't really doing anything, but I pretty sure I did it. And she's like, oh my God, really? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And lo and behold, yeah. So tore both my labrums. So that was also made, I mean, like my mental and my physical health were just like draining me. It was just like, yeah, it made it hard to go to class because I was in pain because that made it hard to sleep because I was in pain. And then, yeah practice was hard because you want to give all you can give but then you have to hold back and then it was always like a hard balance of like making sure my coaches were happy because it's like well we need people to run but we everyone's injured so can you run and I'd be like yeah I can run but if I run then I'm not going to be able to do this and all I wanted I just wanted to play so bad and I think um anyway yeah my mental health and my physical health were taking a toll I was hitting a lot more I was kind of in a pinch hitter role. I okay. fought over spring break. I was actually prescribed um, antidepressants by a team doctor, and they prescribed me Zoloft, which like a certain amount of people respond very, very poorly to. Mm-hmm. And I You're responded one of them. very, very poorly to. And I'm on Zoloft, but that's what I responded well to. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, I it was such a terror it was like instant panic attacks and like yeah that wouldn't end and it was terrible and I like it was bad and I was well and only- to have already mental health and physical health stuff going on to then add that on and it have it backfire well, 
Like, and on top of that, it was our spring break. It was our spring break trip. We played like seven to nine games, and I was oh, wow. I caught every single one. That was like I caught every single game with torn labrums. Like by the end, I oh my god, didn't hardly even warm up because I was just, like I got pushed in a wheelchair through like security to get back like I couldn't practice with the, like the team like when we had like the time to I literally just had to like lay down and have Holy my feet shit. up like it, it was super intense I actually had um a really bad panic attack before a game against Maryland and I could not participate in the game I just couldn't get off the bus it was yeah. so bad and it was so frustrating because it was totally this dumb medication mm-hmm. and I was just like I don't know what to do like I can't get myself to not feel this way like I've definitely struggled with anxiety probably my whole life but not like to that extreme I feel like I'm dying like yeah so that was really hard um whatever got off the medication but it took a really long time to kind of not feel the like after effects of that like I struggled with panic attacks like for a while after mm-hmm. I was off that medication and it was also probably due to some situational stuff too but yeah um, yeah and then I tore my labrum in my shoulder oh my I, god yep yeah, I was hitting it was like one of the only things that I could really do and then um my left shoulder came out it didn't like come out all the all the way to where like it was stuck out and someone had to like put it back Pop, in like yeah. it went out and it went back in um but then after that every so often when I would swing it would happen and I'd have to stop and then I couldn't mm-hmm. do anything so I was wearing like I called it my diaper it was like these thick shorts that yeah. were like velcro and then they'd have two straps on each leg so it would kind of just like hold my hips joints in oh place. my gosh yeah so I was wearing my diaper and then I had another one that would go on my shoulders to kind of do the same thing to my shoulder so I felt like a football player so like just by the end of the year like what I think going like winning the games to get to the college world series that was so much fun right being at the college women's college world series it was just a lot and I unfortunately was just so ready to be done and like get surgeries and like start feeling better and just I I needed a break um so after my sophomore year I got both my labrum surgeries I was probably in the best shape of my life after getting those surgeries because I literally was living on campus in my apartment I would wake up go to go to the training room do like an hour two hour long circuits with my um our trainer who Mm -hmm. was the best trainer in the world um coach why she is incredible she's I think like the like, associate um athletic director or something okay. at the U she she works with volleyball a lot but she's just incredible she was kicking my ass all summer and then I go and crutch down to the training room and do like my PT however long that lasted I was getting like shocked and zapped with things to get my muscle yeah. back um but at the end of that summer, my hips were feeling better, but just kind of with my shoulder not feeling good. And I was still having knee pain. Like I was still mm-hmm. having trouble falling asleep because my knees were hurting and some other situational things. I just made the decision to like, I, 
I'm not going to be what I could have been had I not been through these injuries. Like, and I think my body's telling me that it's probably just time to be done. I'm more than a softball player. I can start figuring that out sooner rather than later and kind of get my mental health back to where I want it to be and whatever. And then that ended up being COVID that year, which kind of ruined the whole season. I was like, oh my God, thank God I decided to be done because going through fall and preseason, it's so tough. Like it's rewarding. You get so much better. It's, it's fun, but it's hard and it's hard on your body. And I mean, so is being in season, but to go through all the work in the fall and the preparation to get like five games in. I mean, I know all those people got like another year of eligibility, which is great, but I don't think that would have been it for me. I didn't want to do grad school. I don't, yeah, I don't want to go back to school. That was not really. So did you, um, were you then, were you under like a scholarship for softball at the U or? No. So when I was, the way that they recruit, like for the most part, a lot of places is that they get your pitchers first because you need pitchers and you get pitchers from all over and you only get like nine scholarships and pitchers generally get a full scholarship for a team. Okay. And now it's so much different because of NIL money. Like people are making bank off those deals. But um, anyway, I was paying the same amount for college as a lot of people were who were okay. on scholarships so in state they recruit you last that's just kind of the way it goes oh got it okay but so no I wasn't on a scholarship for that but um I I was just like I it's I don't know I didn't really know what role I was filling and I was just in pain and it was just like it's I, I'm yeah. I need to listen to my body if I keep going or if someone else is in this position yeah. Like I had friends who try to fight through injuries for so long and it's just like, it's so hard. Like, yeah, my body was done. And so I listened to it and yep, COVID kind of happened. And then we, my family and I took a road trip out to our property that they bought. And we like stayed at a cabin in like Colorado in like the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And we went to the sand dunes and we like hiked and, um, camped in the sand dunes overnight but we went on this we went on this hike and I was having such a hard time like I was like am I tired like why do I keep stopping like what's going on yeah I'm a reasonable bitch like I want to keep going yeah and it took me a really long time to figure out that I was just really in a lot of pain Mm -hmm. I was getting frustrated and I was in a lot of pain and I was like I need to turn around and my knees were swelling up that was something that was kind of started happening my sophomore year like my knees would get really big like rolls they just get so swollen and I don't cry because of pain like ever Mm -hmm. so I like turned around and my mom was like are you crying I was like I yeah my knees hurt so bad she was like okay like if you're crying about it Something yeah, up. I mean, for someone to be wheeled through <laughs> on a wheelchair <laughs> yeah. oh after playing softball for like days, yeah, that that makes sense as to when it finally. I'm sure your body was finally like, no, dude, like you just need to fucking calm down. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, it was that trip. So it was the day after my the game. I couldn't participate in. I didn't take my meds anymore, and I yeah, whatever played the next two, but like. 
it took me probably a good five seconds to get down to first and I was hitting I was the catcher yeah and I hit a ground ball to the pitcher it like tipped off her glove and she took she had to have taken just the longest freaking time to like flip it over to first because I beat it out and I look over at my roommate Macy and she's just like are you serious you're so slow and I'm like I know and at that point I was like why am I running like yeah get me out at this point like I can't I can hardly I literally did not warm up to that game I think I took like a couple swings we had our third baseman warm up as catcher in case I couldn't couldn't, yeah go anymore it was uh yeah also working out on turf inside I just the uneven turf I think is really really bad for your feet and legs and that's just what we have yeah Oh gosh. So I guess at one point, like, what did you feel was, how do you feel you got out of that mental health aspect or, you know, what kind of helped you navigate through it and then kind of basically. Um, getting off a bad relationship okay. was a big part of it. And then I think time, I honestly, then I think going having to go home for COVID and like going home for COVID I was faced with a lot of things just like with my family and just like old like kid stuff and just like all that stuff and just being being away from softball like I didn't have that I didn't really have those people because they're kept in such a tight bubble like I hardly was able to see them anymore like I had other softball friends that had since graduated or like had stopped playing yeah like I was still able to hang out with but time away and then so after that I found out that my bones were twisted after that trip I went yeah to the doctor um my femurs twisted in my tibias twisted out um the doctor was like I don't know why nobody's ever seen this or ever noticed because your legs are just obviously not correct like not necessarily like my parents or anything like that but like other doctors because I had MRIs I was gonna say did you have it because if you had MRIs they should have you would think they would have noticed it. Yeah. So I went to the team doctor, I believe did MRIs. She was like, Oh, I don't really know. We're going to have you do PT. And I was like, I roll, I'm going to be doing the same PT that I've been doing since I tore my labrums to like strengthen my butt and my hips, which has never helped me for my pain. Like cortisone shots did not help for my pain. It was, I also had FAI. So my bone and my, the head of my femur was not shaped correctly so during my labral procedures they had to reshape the top of my hip so it fit correctly in there so okay um but yeah did the PT came back and saw like the knee I think her name is Dr. Arndt or something like that she's like the woman knee specialist in America so like very fortunate to be in Minnesota with like the great healthcare and surgeons we have here and then like have like the backing of like the university and being an athlete so like I didn't have to worry about anyone taking me seriously which I'm so grateful for yeah um so then she saw my things and she's like no you're yeah like I'm surprised your knees haven't been dislocating and my mom was like how would I have noticed this she's like usually kids with this like are super clumsy they fall down a lot and she's like well that's not my kid she's like a division one athlete and like yeah the way I caught was definitely because my knees were my legs were deformed and it was probably like hand in hand with like starting I started catching so young which probably exacerbated like all of the ways that and then your body probably just got so used to it that it just didn't register 
Uh-huh. Right. And I bet if I like didn't catch and didn't play softball, I probably wouldn't need those surgeries and could have just been fine. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Right. Hard to tell. But that wasn't the case. Yeah. Um so then I she was like, okay, so we have to cut your femur and your tibias in half and we're gonna rotate them straight. We're gonna put rods in there. And I honestly, my mom was crying. She felt so bad. She was like, I can't believe I didn't notice. Like, yeah. All like think probably thinking back to all the times I was like, my knees hurt. And I'm like, oh, you're just growing pains, like whatever. Like I was but it, it could have been, like, yeah. Like yeah, that, like rightly so for her, like it could have been for a child. Like, yeah. And I think it is more often that um kids get the surgery and get it corrected. Okay. Or like they know if you're falling down a lot and you're right. like, what the heck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, yeah. why are we falling down all the time? Um, then it's probably more obvious, but um, yeah. So I was honestly so relieved because I was thinking I had arthritis or an ACL or yeah. joint something. And that scares me so much more because I know so many people that have gone through that. And then you're just so much more likely to like re-tear and re-injure. So I was mm-hmm. like, this is going to suck, but I'm just so happy that like I'm stable. Like ev- everything's going to be solid. Yeah. So like coming back to your point of mental health, I had my first surgery the year was it 2021 February 2021 and I just had to sit in bed and I was that was that when you came out and you were like determined to like come out for Ursula's graduation party and you're like dancing this is yeah was that after the other hip surgery I can't remember no yeah that was I, I I think I still had a cane right yeah <laughs> I had I had a cane yeah I was walking okay so for the listeners out the, there yeah <laughs> like Anne is a fucking beast for coming out and like dancing while like limping and I mean drunk Allison was out to play too but like it was a good time but that I was, was just like so how is this fun. chick fucking dancing right now <laughs> Well, okay. So it's funny. The worst part of that, like, I mean, it hurts. I want to finish the pain. And I will say that if I'm like, women are built to forget our pain. So like me talking about it, like more like pain receptors and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I just remember you dancing. Sorry. Okay. It's so interesting because the worst pain of it all is the swelling and the swelling stays Mm. for a long time. And I mean, it's as sharp pain when you get your bones to touch but like at that right. point like you you need to stimulate it so you need to put that weight on it to get it to touch and like right. if you do too much it's kind of sharp but bone you'd think bone pain would hurt so much yeah, worse but so it's like, not I, I mean also I feel like I have an incredible pain tolerance but yeah it, it's funny so like yeah but we had a good time that night we were definitely jumping that was a great night but yeah no I but that's I think that's was that kind of like because I you had because didn't you have was it so the 2021 surgery and then you had a surgery then, after that right yeah so I got the, okay yeah I got the same thing done on the other leg July 5th of okay. that same year so that's, okay, I that's knocked it, it out. But I, my first surgery recovering was 
really really not fun because they put yeah. my leg in an immobilizer when they shouldn't have I don't know like my surgeon didn't tell them to put anything on me because they weren't supposed to put anything on me because oh, okay. like, there's rods and screws in my leg like nothing was going to move as long as I wasn't falling down right but they put a, an immobilizer on my leg so I didn't bend my leg or I couldn't like do anything with it and it made the swelling yeah. look so much worse for like oh, a good five yeah. days until I went to PT and then had my follow-up appointment they're like why the hell are you wearing this yeah and that made it really bad and my first surgery I woke up and I couldn't feel my right arm for like three days just because I would like the position oh, I was in yeah like it went numb but I couldn't regain feeling for three days and I remember waking up and the first thing I was like, what the fuck did you do to my arm? Like, right. I, my arm was not, you didn't. Yeah, I was having arm. a problem with my that, arms. You did that whole thing where you have to My problem is down like on it's the leg. Right leg, right? <laughs> it's your left leg, right? When's your birthday? And then they're like yeah. giving you the drugs. Like, I don't know when my birthday is. And then they're yeah. like, oh, we finally got you. It's like, you did not do anything to my leg. But so that was really hard. The, I like had, to, my muscles got really tight because I wasn't moving them. Yeah. But then like literally by the second surgery, I felt like I was a pro. I crushed home from surgery. My first one, I was still so out of it. I had to be like carried back in. I probably slept in the living room for like a good two or three weeks. Um, I had a really hard time getting around because of the immobilizer and still probably for my second surgery. When I went to the bathroom, I usually had to have someone like come lift my leg up just because the swelling going yeah. down. That was that was the worst part. Yeah. And some occasional like puking just from drugs, but that was yeah. just like, I've done this, I've done that before a thousand times, so whatever. Right. <laughs> um, but seriously, the second one, the second surgery was so smooth, it still sucked, but I literally crushed home from surgery. But <laughs> I, it honestly helped more than my medicine. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's why I'm such an advocate for it. Like it's you, just because well, I was a zombie and I hated my life and I didn't do. I yeah. think I listened to every single episode of Crime Junkie ever uh, over the course of like. But that's not necessarily three. a bad thing. Not until I. I mean, I my nightmares are really like cheesy nightmares. So I wake up. I'm like, that is so stupid. But I have okay. like a zombie nightmare about like some guy trying to break into my house. Like maybe I need to chill with. Uh, okay. <laughs> The, the, the is it bad that like I fall asleep like, to that shit like I do too now I'm caught up so I don't I can't weird. like yeah <laughs> no I I, I mean before it. this yeah. I was like watching like I survived a serial killer for like yeah. what the fuck oh, is wrong with me that's what I do during work I listen to either cult documentaries or yeah, like true crimes so. yeah yeah we'll have to anyway. exchange some but anyways yeah <laughs> yeah but anyways to circle back I was on TikTok a lot too. And I think my TikTok knew that I was kind of needing to figure out my mental health a little bit. Okay. And I couldn't like do a lot of things that other people got to do like during like COVID just because of my pain levels of like, I'm starting this yoga practice or like, I'm well, right. Like you can work out or anything. Cause so I, yeah. yeah. So I didn't do that. Um, but I don't know. I started doing therapy. I mean, I was doing therapy throughout the time too so that obviously helped with my mental health but yeah. um I think just being separated from like a place where I had gone through a lot of hard things and then literally having to sit by myself and figure out like yeah what to do and then honestly being on TikTok and having my algorithm be like yeah are you feeling this way like think about this and I just like yeah. there's just like so many concepts and ideas that I learned and like I read about I read some like books and I was like, okay, like I can truly see how this applies to my 
like my life and I yeah luckily I am like have enough like self-awareness like at least internal self-awareness to be like okay yeah like I work through that so I don't really know how I don't have a good recipe for that I just figured some shit out um I think where I'm at now is that my mental health is fine but it's like getting back into like connecting with my body and trusting my body Mm -hmm. is where I think I'm at now in my health journey because like I I don't love going to the gym because working going to the gym I have anxiety but be the memories of being in the workout place from yeah. softball still is just like <gasps> I'm sure like it's like I it have brings, to kill it triggers. here I have to yeah. be physically in pain to in order to be doing like a good enough job right working like it's out. a triggering experience it is a little bit and b i never really liked working out by myself the only reason i was working out like that was because a i had to but that's what everybody else was doing yeah like i like i when i was a kid i was just naturally like i loved running around and i was doing yeah. stuff all the time i'm not doing stuff like that anymore it's we me and that girl not the same yeah yeah <laughs> but like i've definitely come to realize now like a like i think so many like like I think I suppress my emotions because my body doesn't necessarily feel safe doing that. And like, yeah. there's the thing of like, my body did the best it could, but also like, I had to have five, four surgeries to fix you. Like, well, and gonna, at a younger like, age, like to yeah. be in your 20, like early 20s and have to go through what you went through is that's tough. I mean, that in and of itself would be hard to kind of cope with. But let alone adding on like being a D, like D1 athlete and still being in a part of a pandemic, like just to have that all yeah. encompass into one, I, man. Yeah, it was crazy, lot. but I'm also so, honestly feel so happy about the way that it happened because it was like yeah. pandemic, nobody was really doing anything. I didn't really miss out on like a key time of like career stuff. Like I, right. I worked for my mom and I did other things. So I had an income and was like, I did AmeriCorps and all this yeah. stuff, but I, I wasn't like behind per se, or and it wasn't like, oh, my friends are out partying and I'm at home. Like people are still at home and people, I, I well, had my bubble that I was yeah, with. Yeah, and so to kind of go off of that, had you not have got, had we not had a pandemic, do you feel like you would have had um, a feeling of like re- regret uh, for not playing softball or you know, just not being a part of that community? Like, do you um, think that would have made your mental health worse or that's because- That's a great question. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think, I, yeah, I think the next couple of years, because had the pandemic not happened, I would not right. have moved home. And then I would have been in, in my apartment with my teammates who are still playing. Right. Um, I think that would have been hard, but I also know that I'm a very social person who, I don't know, make people be yeah. friends with me. <laughs> like, yeah. And, I still, and like, right. like all the weekends, like they were like not during the season, obviously, yeah. but I, I think it would have been harder and just like, there wouldn't have been healing in other places right well that's what I'm just wondering because I feel like that it almost was a saving grace for you because you were able to again kind of sit with your own feelings um and not have that noise of 
of your your fellow teammates or um you know your roommates who also played softball so it's like there's so many different things that like when we look back in life it's yeah. like okay like I can see where where that came from and why it, it helped me get through some of the hardest times um is there time still though that you still miss softball or I love I still watch softball all the time like I yeah. watch as many games as I can I love it I could never play like slow pitch softball like I could do like for fun other sports but I don't think I could ever just for fun play softball yeah I think I just get very angry <laughs> well and probably because like, of all the traumas that you've gone through in the sport well, itself I feel like that'd just be frustrating too yeah I mean like I can't run I mean I can yeah. run but I've never my surgeon told me before the surgery you're never going to be a runner like the high impact stuff I can't yeah. squat the same I cannot even try and get into the position I was yeah. in with straight legs like it's yeah. crazy so, so like, are there I'm, other like I guess like uh are there other what other things can you do then now with the now that the surgeries are done um that you would maybe like to do since you're not like going to you don't like to go to the gym by yourself so I have like I made myself like a circuit workout that like okay I've done it one time I was incredibly sore afterwards I don't like doing things by myself (laughs) so like I have that I know I can do it I should do that yeah I really think it would be super fun to play volleyball like I don't want to play with volleyball with anyone that's too good at volleyball because so you could probably play with me <laughs> yeah like that would be so much fun like, like just like a beach, beach volleyball pit, yeah like literally at Dred Scott and Bloomington or wherever I think there's probably ones right literally by Priscilla's new house right or I think so yeah in that park yeah like I love doing that I think that's so fun I think spike yeah. ball is really fun I just missed out on signing up for like a queer kickball league the sign-ups already happened. oh my gosh hope- okay that shit isn't intense I played it I I, I was an outfielder own- for and it was like but I also played with like if they are listening sorry guys but they always <laughs> played with girls that weren't as athletic um yeah so I was literally like the one in the outfield running back and forth <laughs> yeah, to get like yeah. catch all the balls because yeah. it's like all right I guess I am I'm the one doing this I am like the outfield I am yeah. the out- whole outfield um yeah. so I think that's but no it's so much fun like I just I think I'm sure for you too, it's like having that sense of community again for is, sure. is so yeah. key because you grew up with that and not yeah. to have it anymore is, it has it's to weird. be hard. Yeah. It's weird. And like, I would love to find a couple of people to like, just be workout buddies with, but they would also need to be people that could kick my butt <laughs> and be like, no, yeah, we're going. <laughs> yeah. And it's also just hard because I don't know, work schedule schedules is scheduling. Anything is difficult, but yeah. Anyway, I, they go, the kickball leagues on Sundays and my upstairs neighbor is the one who told me about it and he's participating. So I think I'm going to go watch a couple of times. Yeah. Check it That'd out. be fun. Maybe you can always like, people. you can be a sub if they, uh, yeah. I mean, Hey, I know. I, so yeah, I think now that I'm like, this is my first year, like I have my own apartment I'm uptown, like yeah, survived the winter. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm at a point where like okay my job study like I know what I'm doing like yeah in the routine and I don't want to feel like I'm not like I'm stagnant so like I it's funny like the timing of this too because I've been thinking about it a lot lately it's like okay 
how can we get back in my body like how can yeah. we like do all this stuff and I think just with the weather being nicer yeah and, like I think I can go rollerblading I think my knees hurt rollerblading probably because of my situation I think I could go rollerblading and my knees wouldn't hurt which would be cool but, yeah like there's still like all these things that I haven't really like experienced because it took so long to like to heal be. and yeah yeah so no. I could still like I feel like still like year one or two on new legs like, yeah new body <laughs> like it's crazy and it changes everything it changes yeah. everything like it's I feel like sometimes I'm still learning and like my nerves are still regrowing in my legs right. and all that kind of stuff. Isn't it? It's just so fascinating how our bodies work. Like the fact that your nerves are regrowing. I mean, that's so cool. It's so weird. It's, it's so weird. It's, it's, it's amazing what our bodies can do, but again, it's, it's such a reason to be, you know, like listen to your body. Like if your body is telling you like something's yeah. messed up, like you need to, you need to, not fight through it because I've done that I've been there and it's not it doesn't work (laughs) and I think that my parents and like some of my other family members have like pointed out to me and I've come to like be like I'm really proud of myself for my decision because I really came to the decision in one day it was one day Mm -hmm. I don't remember what I was doing I was like I don't think I should do this anymore didn't do it and it was like softball and it was the had circumstances been different minus injuries other things like maybe softball would have still been in the cards but that just wasn't my reality and yeah a lot of people like I don't know how you came to that decision so quickly and that's just because that's how I do things I'm like oh yeah this is the right thing right I mean because especially having to to be having been an athlete your whole life and playing the sport your whole life and being so passionate about it and then to just all of a sudden things get uprooted and you're like shit now what Um, that would be a difficult, difficult decision for a lot of people, but I think your body was telling you like, Mm -hmm. that this is a sign. Um, so yeah, that I can't even imagine, but the, the cool thing is, I mean, granted to how you got there, it, like, it was a lot of grueling work, but I mean, the fact that you did, you know, you accomplished that seven year, like letter to yourself and yeah that's like, so crazy that little old I am such a firm like, believer yeah. in manifesting like yes and I wrote it down too that was probably the key yeah manifesting is huge like I don't like everyone always like makes fun of me it's like but no seriously like if you manifest that shit it's gonna happen like yeah and it's like the things that I feel like I totally believe in it I feel like people like to do it like oh I'm just gonna manifest $400 but then like not do anything to ever get $400 right like if you have I mean I've been manifesting Chris Hemsworth for mm, like 10 years (laughs) (laughs) when you have a business that you're aligned with and you're starting and you're like yes I need these $400 to like right get my business up and going and you're working towards it absolutely and I there's no question about I put in a lot of hours yeah no it's in the work yeah well I I mean that's I'm I'm so glad though that you've been able to get through what you've been through um again because yes you did have like some of like that anxiety and like the mental health stuff but it that's what's so important is like it's you made it to the other side um yeah because sometimes like sports is like everything to someone like Mm-hmm. like that's all they know that's all they that's all they were like going for so it's like it's so like heartbreaking when 
you know, it comes to a stop for them. So yeah, I think there will always be like a little bit of like heartbreak and heartache about like, just like the what I could like when I watch these girls on TV yeah. and get to play their four years and do all that like how good yep. they are or like the kids who don't start at the beginning and then come on the scene I'm like I just wish like what I could like I knew what I could have done but I also kind of knew what I could have done and right um, like and unfortunately just being that good isn't always enough to get on the field there's politics right. there's coaches there's so many other things yeah. that are going on at any given time and I I think I also growing up had a lot of experiences with coaches just not being very great and I think it was just like this pattern is done like and it's done because I'm walking away and like I know who I am and like again shout out to Mike Mills just hung out with him recently he's been very good at being like you know how good you were because I think sometimes I forget because I've Mm -hmm. been in like the my body is aged 50 years past my brain (laughs) kind of stage so he's like super good about like you're really good and I think I just was like I'm I know this and you don't have power over me anymore like I can't do that like I need to figure out how to live my life for myself like I don't have to be anywhere at any time and I think for a good couple of years I took it very seriously to not do anything ever because I didn't have to yeah (laughs) and no one was there and I and the pandemic yeah but I mean I think that's such a an an important thing because I mean, I feel like a lot of younger people these days just, they don't know who they are. They don't have a sense of self. And um, even like people my age or even older, like still don't have that sometimes. So for you to be able to know, like, I've just got to let it go is it's huge. I mean, that, I don't know if you know that, but that's a, that's a great thing to be able to do that because it takes people years of therapy even to like, realize that stuff it was like I am so forever grateful because I went through all this super hard bullshit but like I learned so much and I think that's why we all go through trials and tribulations in our life oh yeah but like I feel like at a certain point I was just like all right what can I take away from this because I was so sick of being so sad and so Mm -hmm. in pain I was just like okay nobody's gonna help me here besides myself like yeah. what I need to do something like there has to be a change made like I, there wasn't like a oh I can try this like it, it was just like yeah. something needs to flip and nobody's gonna do it for me like I have to be the one to do it what do you feel was that kind of pivotal moment of where you were like this is my flip like this is what I'm doing to to change um, that direction in my mind I mean I was working really hard the whole summer beforehand. Um, the person that I, like the competition that I had for a spot based on conversations that I like, like exit conversations that I had with coaches was like, yep, we're going to stick with this. And I was like, okay, like, can you acknowledge that if I work hard and like recover like you could see me on this they're like "Eh, yeah maybe not and then that person wasn't like working very hard and I was just like I just I don't I I just didn't have a lot of trust in a certain coach at that time to like really like it's a lot of responsibility to be a coach and there's a lot of emotional responsibility there that not everyone is necessarily capable of at the level that they need to be and so there's also just like a lot of mistrust in that. And I didn't really feel like I wanted to transfer 
mm-hmm. and like do the whole school like in softball somewhere else that just seemed like a lot I yeah could have but just with my injuries I just was like I just it was yeah it came down to the injuries but it was it got pretty it was like close to August like getting really close to the time where we'd be like come or it was mid-August come, okay like people are starting to come back and I was just feeling like more I was honestly listening to my body and my I was just like feeling worse and worse and worse as I was coming up so I was like I just don't think I want to do this like I don't think yeah I don't think it makes sense basically yeah. even like I wanted to but it just the, the rationale for it would have been at my own expense and what's, yeah what's the point in that right and again I mean I think it helps that being younger and deciding that is was probably better for your body than if you were to just push through as long as you probably as as long as you possibly could have um and then having it be worse in the end yeah yeah I see yeah and that's like thank goodness for that and I also think a part of that was like I don't know I knew a lot of athletes who had injuries and had to retire and that's the, the way it goes and I also remember seeing people that had injuries and I thought they should retire because they were just always so in pain. And it's like, okay, yeah. if someone else, if I was telling, it's one of the only times I like took my own advice and was like, I would tell someone to be done because yeah. it's not worth it because you want to live a long life and right. not be wheelchair bound yeah. <laughs> or whatever it may be. Right. Like right. you want to be able to move your body as long as you can. And I was like, yeah, no, I, this is not going well. I also had a lot of team, like I had another roommate, like she had crazy shoulder, the the one who gave me the concussions, she had a bunch of shoulder surgeries and she just kept re-tearing it. And it's just like, I can't do this anymore. Like my body's done. So there was also, I mean, there was so many injuries on my team. One of my other roommates tore her MCL. Our room, our rooming situation, it must've been bad luck. My (laughs) other roommate had shin problems, like bad shin splints and not shin splints, but like stress fractures and yeah. it, like we were just all beat up so I think there was they there was maybe, or yeah they ended up two of them ended up finishing out their full career but Rachel and I, I think it was just we yeah and didn't want to oh that's tough but and I think I always knew that there's a sense that like I got to travel like yeah with softball so like there's a whole world out there and I was like okay like I probably wasn't maybe I could have gone on to be a professional athlete but like we don't make that much money in softball I mean it's probably different now with brand deals and sponsorships and stuff like that but right I think a lot of them still have to have other jobs Jobs. yeah so like that wasn't really in one like a goal that I was hoping for yeah so oh well thank you so much for sharing your story I mean I think it's I just I had no idea to the extent of you being like pushed in a wheelchair coming back like oh my god that's what's crazy it's just I I think that's where it gets hard for some people is they don't realize how much goes into being a athlete um whether it be at the collegiate level professional level level I mean even at the high school level if you're doing like traveling sports and like the elite like teams like it it's it's grueling I mean I mean like when you're in it like I will like make the like analogy to like parenting although like you always you can always choose to stop being an athlete but when like when you're a parent you're always a parent 
mm-hmm. you're a parent forever. When you're an athlete, you're an athlete at any, every point in the day. Like, yeah. that doesn't mean like every, like, I don't know, some people are more extreme than others, obviously, but yeah. it's just, softball was the sun and <laughs> like yeah. everything else revolves around softball because that's what I was doing most of the time. Like I wasn't, I was doing softball more than I was doing class, like in class. Yeah. I was doing softball more hours than I was doing homework. I mean, I yeah. got all my stuff done, but like, that was just, it's crazy. Yeah. It's funny because I remember like seeing some friends on campus that like I knew from high school, mm-hmm. like, oh, I just always see those athlete backpacks. And I'm just like, oh, whatever. And then they're sleeping in the back of the class. I'm like, yeah, that's me because I woke up at five in the morning this morning. Right. I've eaten like a sandwich from Pop Belly yeah. and I'm trying to stay awake in Spanish class, which I understand well enough to listen, but it also sounds far enough for me to just fall right. Yeah, I mean, I remember like all my friends that were athletes, it was just like, I don't know how you guys do this. Like, and like, what's crazy is like, they would even like be out partying like the night before and they'd still be getting up. And I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? Like, I know. I'm like, yeah, no. Some of the sports teams are crazier than others with like going out during the week. We, I don't think I ever participated in a thirsty Thursday ever. Like there, it just didn't happen. It was like yeah. a fr- Saturday night, maybe a Friday and a Saturday night if we got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> like oh so. man, yeah. I don't know how <sighs> some of those. Some, a lot of the guys, a lot of the boys, I feel like we're doing a lot more. <laughs> yeah, actually, that was a lot of like my friends that would. Yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> yeah, that's actually a fair uh, point. <laughs> They had a little bit longer leashes though too. So yeah, that's true. But, yeah, that's true. But, but yeah. Um, so yeah, so I I like to uh I like to end with a lightning round slash like just question round because someone okay. called me out on my lightning rounds, some of them not being long, short enough, whatever. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or quick enough. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. Ready. Donuts or cake? Donuts or cake? Cake. If you could be in any animal, what would it be? A whale. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I love that answer so much. I would get to know all about the ocean. It would be so cool. (laughs) But you'd be just chilling, like just moving through life, like at your own pace. (laughs) Uh, Favorite movie. Favorite movie. Favorite movie. Ah, everything, everywhere, all at once. I just watched it. I loved it. I cried so hard. I haven't so seen good. that yet. Oh, it was so good. Um, otherwise, like classics, I always go to like Harry Potter or like oh. Twilight. Twilight, actually, hands down, Twilight. Huh. <laughs> that series. Those are my favorite. Everywhere, all I- at once. A close second. To Sorry, Twilight. I would not have pegged you for a Twilight person. I love, I love movies. See, I love the books, but I didn't like the movies because i really suck yes it's like they're so terrible so like the, like... yeah okay i'll give they're, you that the movies are terrible but oh, they're so good they are like, the, the books are also so goofy but i love the books oh they're too. Uh, yeah, yeah i i get it all right all right i'll 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 give you that <laughs> favorite color green favorite food uh thai red curry if you have, or do you have any hidden talents? If so, what are they? I can lick my elbow. Are you serious? I can't believe I've never showed you before. Oh, I can't. That hurts to even try. All right, for the listeners, she's attempting this. 
oh my god and she did it <laughs> okay that's actually pretty cool that hurts to just even try that uh what a does long a- neck so it helps <laughs> what does a person need to be happy how much time do we have <laughs> um <laughs> I'll stick with community. I'll stick with our little theme. Okay. Okay. First celebrity crush. Um, probably like the entire cast of Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, like that... Johnny Depp, Orlando Bloom, Keira Knightley, all of yeah. them. I watched that movie thousands of times every single day. Like that's a good one. I went to school. I yeah. Like, Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> That is a good one. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, toilet paper roll over or under? Oh, over. Okay, good. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is a what is your what is on your bucket list for dream um place to go to? Um, so many, so many, so many. I really want to go back to Ireland and Scotland because those are places I was as a baby, and I my grandpa is very Irish so I'm Irish and so I think that would be cool to go back there well, that'd be also awesome. Thailand oh yeah I've heard really good things I haven't gone there yet either and I've had a couple friends go there and I'm like I need to go there it looks so pretty it is it is <laughs> um song that best describes your life right now um I don't know um I have I'm just gonna say my favorite song my favorite song is Jackie and Wilson by Hosier and it just always makes me happy whenever I listen to it and I don't play it very often but I'm gonna relate it to that to my life right now because I feel like just with being stable I'm like kind of out of place and I'm like okay yeah, yeah I get to start sprinkling seeds and like growing and like yeah. figuring out what I want I feel like I've just been in transition for so long and then winter time is over so I actually have the energy to like do things so right yeah that's a good one just, yeah yeah uh that. if you could have any superpower what would it be oh my goodness it's the best it's I guess it depends on how like vaguely or like loosely the rules are allowed but to be able to fill anything up with anything Oh, like, like your bank give account, me... you could fill oh, up. Oh, okay. You could fill up your glass of water. You could fill up your enemy's bladder with pee. Oh, <laughs> you, like, you could just like, you could, I don't know, like you could take that okay. so far. Got it. Otherwise, okay. Like, so, like, trip... basically, like you could fill up anything. Yeah. Like, could you fill someone's heart with joy? Yeah. Or Any... anger? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Could... Okay. I haven't heard that one yet. So that's a good one. I have um, to give credit to my coworker for that one because this was like a teens chat. So. Oh. <laughs> uh, I always just like to hear what people would do because it's like, hmm, what's, you know, like, what are you? What I mean, are- like teleportation, obviously, but I feel like filling people's, filling up. Is- I mean, filling your enemy's bladder with to go pee, <laughs> that's. Yeah. You pretty smart that. <laughs> uh, what is uh one of the most humbling experiences you've had 
um, when I was a child and it was a spirit day for elementary school and I put face paint on my face and it said Vikings and I had a funeral the next day. And at the funeral, I had a rash in the sh in that said Vikings on my face and on my arms. I think it said Brett Favre and like I heart Minnesota. And you can literally see my rash like exactly where <laughs> the face paint was. Like it was so bad. Oh, man. <laughs> oh that's bad oh that's I mean that's I funny very actually. young so <laughs> I was humbled young and I don't need to go back to that what is a fate what are your favorite memories of us oh my goodness <laughs> there's a lot it's <laughs> ah! <laughs> also hard because we're also usually drunk that's like all the time <laughs> Like together, but literally anytime. Also, like we, you would always be there, like in high school when I'd be there, right? Yeah. Like I've known you since you were I like, because I've known Silas since she. I remember her turning thirteen. So like I remember when you guys were like, like teens. Yeah. <laughs> That's so wild. Yeah. That's so crazy. I. Uh... I know the grad party was honestly really really fun yeah I think that was actually probably one of mine and then like the day after for Sunday fun day because you were yes. like icing yourself because you were sore from dancing all night with your with your healing body yeah oh my god yes that was honestly so fun I that love was. when we like it's summertime and we're outside oh yeah and we're just like outside laying by the pool and yeah, yeah. I agree. That's I. That's why I can't wait for summertime. Cause I and I love it too because we always have like we like all like the whole group always flows so well in between like serious and deep conversation and then like goofy <laughs> and funny and it's just yeah. like all it's so great all always. It is. It's like we have like the like the chill moments, then we have like the hilarious moments, and then we have like the deep combos. It's like where does this all come from? <laughs> I know. It's such a good group. Oh, I miss it. It's like it goes from like, let's take a shot to what's the meaning of life? <laughs> yeah, seriously. To let's take another shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh God. Uh, what is, so last one is one of my favorites to ask is what is a word of advice for today's youth? <sighs> Trust your gut. If people are telling you to do something, ask why. Oh. You can do whatever you want to do at the end of the day. I like that because a lot of the times we don't ask why. So that's that's a good one. Um, and then for any of the listeners out there who want to like follow you on any social media, what where would they find you? Um, I have an Instagram. It's just A-N-N-E, it's Ann Milla with two A's, A-N-N-E-M-I-L-L-A-A. -L -L -A -A. I really, I like, yeah, I don't I think really that's post on, on, I don't post yeah. on TikTok, I just observe. <laughs> I don't even have TikTok, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so, but Instagram. Awesome. Well, I, I appreciate you again jumping on and doing this with me because I just always like to get to know like people's like backstories because like, yeah. again, like we all know each other, but it's like, the depth of people the what have people have gone through to like get to where they are is just fascinating so I appreciate you 
Yeah. Oh, this was so much fun. I was yeah. so nervous and it was so easy. And so oh fun. gosh. Yeah. I try and make it, I try and make yeah. it as easy as possible for people. It's all yeah. about the raw conversations here. I like to create yeah. a safe space. <laughs> yeah. You did, no, you did such a great job. I appreciate that. I know um, Scylla was excited to listen to it and same with Jen. So <laughs> oh, uh, I miss all of them. I haven't seen I know. all of them so long. The last- well, thank you again. And I will talk to you soon. Yeah, awesome. All Thanks right. So much, Allison. Yep. Bye. Bye.